Hey guys, Brandon here. And I'm Brittany. And welcome back. To the pumpkin patch. Hell yeah, brother. Oh yeah. Mm. Guys, sorry, we went MIA last week. Yeah, um, we didn't even post any like announcement letting people know. I wonder if they even noticed. No, Probably not. Nobody cares about us. <laughs> we are just living for the weekend. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, y'all missed episode? <laughs> oh no, trust me. Never knew. They know they missed the episode because the views are down significantly. I know you said last time, it's only a couple. Well, we're, we were in the 86s and now we're down to the, I think it was 68 last time I checked. So don't stop watching, listening. Don't stop believing. How about you stop breathing? Yeah, I bet you would like that. As I would. Your life insurance looks real juicy. <laughs> Who said I didn't change it after today? I know you didn't because... That's a lie. That might be what I was doing while you was gone. I'm all you got. And <laughs> you I, aren't wrong. And I'm the greatest good you were ever going to get. You are the paterfamilias. So, Brittany, tell us what we did last week and why we weren't here. So, last week, we... Well, first of all, we worked our asses off and then we had to prepare to go out of town. And we just never found time to record an episode. So, sorry about that, guys. But... Yeah, we went out of town. We went down to Tampa, Florida. Florida. Hell yeah, brother. And what did we go down there for, Brittany? To see Chris Stapleton and George Strait and mm. Little Big Town in concert together. Right. And I was surprised. Like, I've heard a Little Big Town, you know, obviously day drink and stuff like that. And they're not bad songs, but I'm not like a huge fan. But honestly, I mean, they were pretty good. I give them that. You heard what they were singing? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Guys. I was surprised you could hear over the heat. Guys, well, yes, yeah, so I made a Facebook post yesterday that I was like, after enduring Charleston heat and Tampa heat the last two months in a row to see Chris Stapleton, actually more like the last three weeks in a row, I am now his biggest fan. Shut up, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, you are bigums. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I typed that on Facebook last night, I was like, I already know the smart ass guy have something to say. Yeah, she didn't need to tag me, but the minute you mentioned me, it's like Bloody Mary. <laughs> I am summoned. <laughs> I have arrived. Um, but yeah, so it's funny. I had to babysit you didn't, the drunkards again. You didn't have to babysit me because I'm, I'm pretty sure I clearly was able to make it from the stands yeah. to the bathroom, <laughs> to the bathroom, back to the bar, and then back again. Yeah, I'm really proud. You and uh, Caleb, y'all were able to actually walk this time. Okay, again, just because we that the other night was an excess. Okay, that's The other not, night, you mean the other month? Another month. It was May. Who cares? Time flies. No, I was nervous though. I kept telling him I was like, "Please just don't get sick. Please don't get sick." But no, I don't get sick like that unless I drink so much where I need to make myself sick. I usually don't ever get sick on my own unless I get to like that. Mm-hmm. That, but yeah, no, that, that you had like that's all the time thing. I'm just messing with you. No, in all of the years of our friendship, that was the first time I'd ever seen you get dr- sick. So yeah, don't worry, it'll happen again. But it just, <laughs> it's just uh, it's rare occurrence. It's like a new moon. Well, did you have fun in Tampa? Oh, absolutely. I had a lot of fun. Sorry. Our drive down there no. and back, I was really dreading it because I don't like being in a car. Yeah. But it was fun with my best friend. We laughed a lot. Yep. We did a lot of different things. Stuff that, I'm going to say we don't do up here, but like stuff we haven't done, at least for me, haven't done in a while. Um, Same. Hookah Lounge, pretty nice. Um, realize how much I love hookah, but I know that's terrible for you. Um, yeah. And what else did we do? Went to the breweries. Um, yeah, I, we really wanted to do a lot more, but unfortunately we were only there from Friday late after, well, Friday afternoon till Sunday morning. So 
right. we were kind of limited because I would have loved to have driven over to Clearwater and gone to the beach, but it, we just never had time. Yeah, no. But Brittany got her Cheesecake Factory, yeah, fucking whore. I did, but I did not get cheesecake, so does it really count? I mean, y'all could have, but y'all were being weird about it. Well, it was going to have to sit in the hot-ass car for hours, so it was going to be nasty. And where did we end up going anyway before we went yeah, to the I know. So you could have easily put your cheesecake in the room. I know, and, and if I had known we were going back, I definitely would have, but yeah. oh well. Tampa surprisingly, I mean... It, it reminds me of Columbia, just a little bit bigger, but honestly, like, it wasn't, like, a spectacular city, but, I mean, it was decent. Um, There's a lot of stuff to do there. So, I definitely, I will say one thing. That stadium needs to have a cover, because <laughs> them, them rocks, the just the pretty much the... The walls. The walls themselves were hot as fuck once you got inside that arena, because, let me tell you, I sat there in the seat, started melting, felt yes. the sizzle, and then I put my arm behind the seat where Brittany was, just to kind of, like, spread out and give everybody more room, and I felt just the heat radiating from these rocks i'm like oh god it's like sizzling fat back over here it's hot <laughs> boys and girls and let me tell you those seats were themselves were hot from sitting in the sun because and every time somebody stood up it didn't matter who it was if they were 90 pounds or 400 pounds every time somebody stood up their whole back was soaking wet everybody if you like if you were like a lot of people were hanging out inside well i don't say inside but it, like under the overhang inside like the uh yeah. the outer ring so that way they weren't sitting in the sun. They were waiting for the main part to happen. Because, baby, everybody, when I mean from head to crack, is just a <laughs> line of sweat. But I will tell you one thing I did while I was there. I, <laughs> there was a lot, I want to say I drank a lot, but I drank a good enough to where I usually don't, I sing at concerts, but I do not sing like I did this time. <laughs> and I was pissing these ladies in the front off. I'm pretty sure they were nice enough not to say anything because they knew I was drunk. But they were. Um, oh, it wasn't your singing that was pissing them off. Yeah, y'all were y'all. You and Caleb were quite talkative. It was it was the alcohol, but it was hilarious. It's funny now. Blame it on that. At the time, I wanted to kill you because I looked at y'all because y'all talked through Little Big Town. I didn't care that much because I mean, like you said, I know them. I know some of their songs. I wasn't there to see them. So I'd said to Brandon before Chris Stapleton came out, I said, y'all are not talking through Chris Stapleton. And he's like, oh, no, no, of course not. And then he looked at Caleb and he goes, when daddy comes out, we don't talk. So as soon as Chris <laughs> comes out, what do they start doing? Okay, so in my defense, Caleb was talking to me. So, like, we, of course, we were joking <laughs> the entire time because I was people watching, too, through Little Big Town. And let me tell you. There were some sights to behold, to say the least. <laughs> I was dying. Because you um, would like, you would turn towards me and you would sing for a minute, and then you turn around and start talking to him, and I'd be like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, I wish I would have talked more honestly because on the videos that Brittany showed of <laughs> just like she was recording Chris, but you could hear me in the back just sing my shit, just let my soul yeah, go. Yeah, was getting it. Let me tell you, what, I, apparently it was in my soul to sing because I was so ready to just let my inner Chris out. Do you remember me telling you? Because you kept tapping me through the whole show, which is fine. I didn't care. But I was trying to record a video one time. And sometimes you were getting real aggressive with those taps. And Pay attention to me. When, do you remember me looking at you saying, you're making me shake? Because <laughs> I was trying to record my video. I'm pretty sure I said some smart thing like, your no. pussy shaking or something. No. <laughs> no, you actually said, oh, sorry. And then you stopped, and then as soon as I, I put the camera down, you were like, okay, I can start tapping again. I was like, it's okay. Yeah, also tell them the nice thing I did. Whenever you looked at me and said, I hope you know I love you. And Randy and Barbara. Oh, God. Here it goes again. God damn it. <laughs> Every time you say their names, I get emotional. Yeah, no. It, what were they? What was he singing? Um, it was. It wasn't my favorite song. 
No, it was. Um, I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a because you thought you thought it was the badge thing, but it actually wasn't that. It was um a I, song that he sings talking about. There's one verse where he's talking about looking at his daughter through the nursery window and so and so so and so. And she has her mama's eyes, blah, blah, blah. And I looked up at you and I kind of made a sad face. And then yep. after you sat down, you were yep. like, you know, I love you and Randy and Barbara. Yeah, I love y'all. <laughs> Some days. Even though you killed uh, Randy's spirit animal. <laughs> yeah. Well. Murdering spirit animal, bitch. Okay, I killed a cardinal on accident, guys. And it I went flew back- <laughs> in front of my car, okay? And when she told me I was working, so I turned around and drove back to see where it was at. And it was on his back. <laughs> he won't move Scooter was cooked, <laughs> but the uh, the my favorite part of this experience. I don't know what these ladies said because honestly, I don't remember at that point in the night. But I wasn't like that bad off. So I was sitting there trying to record George Strait because Chris had just come on stage at that point, and I was like, I really want to record this because this is neat. How many? I'm not the biggest George Strait fan. However, you know, country legend and your favorite country artist. How many times is this ever going to happen? I mean. I heard somebody in the bathroom talking about, yeah, he ain't got many more left in him, <laughs> You don't say that. Right. Um, so I was trying to record him. Well, of course, these ladies have probably been like, man, this this brown boy back here don't shed up. <laughs> um, my butterfingers, I dropped my phone. And who does it land on? The girl in the cowboy hat. Also, that cowboy hat is too long because I kept flicking it with my fingers by accident. Okay. Not, not intentional. So what's funny is I kept accidentally hitting her hat with my knee. So between me hitting it and you hitting it, and before the show even started, I was completely sober. I accidentally dropped my phone under her chair, so she had to get it for me. Well, then you accidentally dropped your phone on her. I was like, I know this bitch is sick of us. <laughs> All these bigums behind me dropping shit on me. Ain't this about a bitch? Because <laughs> let me tell you what. She was saying something. She's like, you knocked it over. I was like, no, it's just my phone. I think she said I knocked over her beer. Yeah. I ain't gonna pay for that shit anyway, but maybe you should put your beer in the cup holder where issued. Right. Um, but it dropped and it went under the other guy's seat. He picked it up, handed it up, and then, like, she didn't hand it to me my phone right away. Cause let me tell you what, if she had to take it any longer, me and her would have had a misunderstanding in his section 305. <laughs> um, and, but no, so I was like, look, I really, I am sorry. You know, I apologize. I dropped my phone. And I was just trying to take a picture of Chris. And then she handed it back. And afterwards, I was on, on my better behavior. I wasn't singing as much, mostly because I just didn't know the words. But um, that was that was a pretty good concert. I will say that it was a good stadium, minus the heat. And, you know, like, the view was good. The sound quality was good. Like, you know, sometimes you go to some concerts and, like, it's just overbearing with a lot of the music. Like, Capital One. Capital One. Credit, Credit One. One. Credit One, in my opinion, is not a bad one. But I think it's just the way it's set up. It's, it, like, it, it makes no... Why would you not build the stadium front to back the way it is? Because the sun will set... So if you get the wrong side of the building and the sun is setting, you're going to fry. Yeah, and that's why I always book, I always get the ticket on the right side of the stadium. But this one, I didn't know which side because I'm not from there. Yeah. Um. So we got fucked on this one. But with Credit One, see, that's the downside is the outdoor stadiums during the summertime. Side so- note, if you don't live in South Carolina, Credit One is in Daniels Island, South Carolina. And it is like a, it pretty, a pretty small like yeah. little town i guess it's actually it. like a tennis a tennis thing but they do concerts there now within the last few years they started doing that um <clears throat> but the downside it like the upside is the sound quality to me on the outdoor stadiums is so much nicer that's why i love credit one because i can actually hear so much better you can yeah. hear every word but the downside is you have to deal with the heat 
in the summertime and all that shit. So that sucks. But I guess like anything, there's pros and cons. Right. I'm pretty sure we ended up on somebody's Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, um, Twitter, Tumblr, whatever, <laughs> all of the things. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to go into details of y'all's conversations by any means, but God damn, y'all were loud. <laughs> I was like, this whole section knows y'all's, everybody's business. <laughs> well, guess what? I mean, I ain't going to say nothing I wouldn't say on here or in public, so. (laughs) It was, was, y'all are funny, though. It's. I mean, I think I'm pretty funny. Kayla's pretty funny. I give him that. Other than when Chris was singing, like, slow songs, and y'all kept trying to talk to me. And then one time you were like, I had said something about y'all, we had pissed off everybody in that section. And you kept trying to ask me why. And I was like, I'll tell you later. And then you kept asking me something. I said, will you shut the fuck up? (laughs) Why are they mad at me? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. Because you're doing it currently. <laughs> That's why you have to leave notes for me. And my favorite thing is, wait a minute. There is some things that you wrote down. Mm-hmm. Was it intoxicated me? Or? Well, there was sleepy you the other night. Yeah. What was that? So we've had, we've talked before about how Brandon talks in his sleep. I'm getting the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, the other night, I don't know if it was because he had had a couple drinks but he was so talkative. Was this the Friday into Saturday in Tampa? No, this was actually before we even left. But I'm trying to remember, what. where did we go where you had a couple drinks? Oh, the office um, yeah. trivia. Which I really didn't. I only had like three or four. That's, yeah, you didn't really and, drink like that. So then, I don't know what it was because I was passed out the night of the concert. So maybe you did talk and I just didn't hear you. But after the office trivia, yeah. and you had only had a couple drinks, but you were so talkative. And I was like, is this because of the alcohol or is it just one of those things? It's probably because I saw Brian. And <laughs> also, um, <laughs> Brian's a, a mutual friend of me and Brittany's uh, from work. And also, I saw the CFO of Dunder Mifflin. Do we even talk yeah, about no, that? no, we didn't. We, we, you're missing a lot. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, you, we missed a lot of things we went to and went and did. We did a trivia night at a local uh, sports pub. And... The CFO, uh, oh shit, David. David Wallace David from the Wallace. office. Yep. His actual name is Andy? Yeah. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> His name is David forever. Right. Um, we have posters signed by him, and I thought it was so cool because he put on mine, um, you fucking suck, or you were fucking <laughs> terrible, something like that. Yeah. Suck it. And of course, if you don't watch the show, suck it is something he made invention-wise after he left the paper company. Yeah, and so. then he put, that's what she said. Yes. That made my night. Yeah, you got the best poster. Yeah, and uh, what made it even better, though, is, like, he actually walked around and kind of, like, talked to everybody, and then he stood, he's better than me, because I ain't signing no posters after this thing is over. Right. Also, I think they cheated, and the people who cheated, I hope you know you're going straight to hell. Right. Because there is no way people got some of those answers correct. Exactly. And I'm a pretty big fan. Yeah. Some of them were, you would think, one of them was, in my opinion, was a trick question, which is the one that Brittany got wrong. Um, yeah, you got yeah, wrong. I say it was a trick question, too. Yeah, but, Fuck these hoes. Yeah, but it was a fun night, so I don't know. But what did I say, though? But, yeah, so <laughs> at one point you rolled over and you said something like, it was like a long sentence, something, something, but it started to wake me up, so I missed the first half. But then he goes, and I poopies. <laughs> <laughs> and I poopies. I was a big boy now. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then one time you rolled over and you just randomly said, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that one's my that one and my other one that you said i'm getting the werewolf <laughs> is my freaking favorite apparently i'm talking about nuke i still love these <laughs> in your sleep leak your sister's pussy <laughs> wait no it wasn't leak. actually no you said Find where's your sister's pussy? <laughs> i'm really mad i said that 
Oh, but no, then the last one, this one actually made me giggle, and I wish I could have caught the whole sentence, but you, you said something. So it I, Honestly, it was just random words. It didn't even form a sentence, and then you said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of giggled after, and I was like, I don't know what my best friend is dreaming about, but he's having a good time. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you what. There's a party upstairs all the time, <laughs> whether or not I'm invited to it. Sometimes I just zone out trying to get into the back room. Um, so on this episode of He Said, <laughs> She Said, sorry guys, I'm trying to scroll, but apparently me and this heifer talk way too much because <laughs> I have so many of these things to go find. I mean, oh, there it is. Me, I was, the context, we were in the car, and I think we were on the way back. Yeah. And I wanted to listen to a specific song. And the windows, were, I think, were still up. Maybe down. Who knows? Either way. Um, and I asked Brittany, because she had the aux cord. I was like, Brittany, play Tequila Makes Your Clothes Fall Off. If you use those who don't know, it's a pretty good song. <laughs> and you know what Brittany says? I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Skeeter Biscuits and what? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, something's wrong lately. And it's only him. I only have problems hearing him lately, and I don't know why. And now, a- sometimes, in my defense... He really does mumble. Literally, he really does. But so. a lot of times, it's he's not. And it's just me. I don't know what my problem is. It's that internal monologue is so loud you have. And it Probably. just drowns everybody It's just out. like, unalive yourself, unalive yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud. Oh, what did we eat for dinner? <laughs> unalive yourself. Eat first. Unalive, unalive, unalive. <laughs> you were something else. You know that? <laughs> that got dark real quick. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> But, you know, and it's funny that I mentioned earlier, you know, that we could have ended up on somebody's social media post, whether it be the many of them, uh, Farmers Only or SugarBabiesOnly.com. Don't know how anybody knows that one. Um, <laughs> I'm tired of making these bill payments. I'm, somebody may give me some money. Yeah, we've never heard of it. Right. Never. Take both of us. Two biggins will do a lot of good. <laughs> Ain't wrong with a wide back. Um, but that kind of brings us to what we were going to talk about today, because we heard um, kind of a conversation on YouTube the other day that kind of brought the point to us, and we started talking about it, the uh, social media in general, and how it plays a role. A roles? Roles <laughs> See, is what's on my chest. Bigums, that's why you're hungry. <laughs> bigums, oh, I am kind of hungry because I was promised banana pudding tonight, and I did not get it. Mm-hmm, so that's kinda... what you get for trying to have other friends. But hey, guess what? <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> you mad? Uh, no. Yeah. How about you learn how to make banana pudding, Bigums? I can. I can go right to the Parkers and buy some. That's if probably you, right where she got it, too. If you know. She makes it from scratch, mm-hmm. and that shit Kim, is good. I hope you're listening, Kim. It She's is cheating good. on you. Well, I don't see her making the plates, so. You got to ask her for it. I'll ask something. It ain't going to be for a plate. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. And if you need my phone number, just call me. <laughs> um, But no, we were talking about the role social media has in our life and how, I guess... Our opinions aren't what we base it on, like, as far as it is a big proponent of our life or whether or not it's that big and whether it's a good or a bad thing to have social media nowadays. Because me and Brittany, we do have an age difference, but not like an extreme. Well, I mean, it is pretty big. but Shut up. But a decent size age difference where we both grew up in the same um, time frame as far as, like, technology, where it was at when we grew up. Because I'm pretty sure when you grew up, the computer lab them old box ass computers (laughs) and i was still using floppy disks up until i think eighth grade that's when they switched to dvd dvds cd roms whatever they're called um 
And if you also don't know about mouses back when the mouse had that metal ball inside of the thing, yes. are you really that old? <laughs> <laughs> but like how far technology <laughs> come when I grew up, it wasn't until uh, I think MySpace hit my middle or hit middle school whenever I was there. And then it wasn't until after I almost graduated uh, college. <laughs> yeah, me in college. When I graduated high school, a barely made it, but I made it. <laughs> um, that's when Facebook started to come around or the Facebook, whatever it was called <laughs> back then. And, like, it was crazy to see how much it changed. Like, you were connecting with people that, you know, you would have to either call. And I grew up when the phone was in the kitchen on the long-ass telephone cord. Right. And, you know, it's it's weird to see how, chill, like, how people grow up. Like, when I got bored, you know what I did? <laughs> Don't judge me. And this is not animal abuse. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Flies. Used to, pull the, <laughs> used to pull the wings off flies. And now we're canceled. <laughs> if you could catch them. Flies don't feel pain. Yeah, when I was younger, I would, literally, I spent all of the time outside. And now it seems like kids don't spend a lot of time outside. I mean, there's some parents that make their kids go, and that's a good thing. But I grew up, my generation was like right on the cusp of social media because I think MySpace started when I was in like junior high. Um, Wait, what's junior high? Like seventh, eighth grade. Middle school? No, middle school for us was fifth and sixth. That's crazy because middle school for us, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Hmm. Uh, pre-K through fifth grade was elementary, or you know what I mean. But yeah. like those are the like, years: middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth, and then ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth for high school. Yeah. I don't know, but all I know is I was. I remember when MySpace was first created, and I remember making mine. And I don't know, but nowadays I feel like, and this is kind of what the the video we were wa- watching, what they were talking about, was the mental health effect that it's having on kids nowadays. Not just kids, but. This generation, it's literally their coping mechanism, their phone, and their social media. Not even that. It's a career for yeah. most people now. Yeah. And they spend so much time on it. And that's why, I mean, dep- <clears throat> excuse me, depression and anxiety is like at an all-time high for young kids. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a direct correlation to that. Now, I mean, social media has a lot of positives also. Right. I mean, Not so much for me because I keep getting in trouble at work, but anyway. <laughs> and this makes number three. You are fired. Um, no, I mean, and I get it, and it makes sense because, like, it's so crazy to think that whenever I went to a library in that school, um, we had to research stuff by books. Yeah. But now you're instantaneously connected with so much information and people that, you know, before it used to be like, this was, the you know, if you didn't know who, where somebody may lived, you couldn't look them up in the... Um, um, phone book, phone book, which they don't even give those out anymore. I remember we used to always get that thick ass yellow yes. pages, <laughs> and then or you get the other one, the white pages. Um, but I remember they like people eventually were able to start taking their phone numbers out of the phone book and stuff like that. But back then, that's all you had. If you didn't know that Brittany lived in Manning and you had a phone book for Manning, you wouldn't know where to look for. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, which is crazy. How did y'all stalk people back then? Right, because she is well. Brittany, you're disappointed, honestly, because all the serial killers are being discovered because there's so much technology. <laughs> Everywhere has a camera, i.e. Yes. the front of my house. So don't ever try me. <laughs> um, but like like you said, like people are sitting there on social media all the time. Like, do I, Am I also guilty of getting on social media? Absolutely. But to the point of like some of these younger kids, like they're exposed to it. And it. one guy said it the best, I think, that when you sit there and watch these videos, especially like on TikTok, where you'll see somebody dying, you know, somebody's dying mm-hmm. of cancer. You're you're watching them in real time that they're like, this is my last days. Like, I'm going through this, and I have, I will show you my life. This is what I have left. 
and then they'll immediately switch over to some happy video about like somebody donating a hundred thousand dollars to like you know homeless veteran and now you just switched your motion y'all are on track to be bipolar as fuck no really and it's funny because i actually in my little notes that i made getting ready for this episode that was actually one of them I was like, you know, where else can you scroll and see somebody having a mental health crisis and then a cute cat video and then a tribute to somebody that died and then a funny prank? I mean, that's not normal for us. And I mean, that's going to have effects on our mental health and our emotions and all of that. But did you know, actually, I did a little bit of research. Glad you Um, did. (laughs) Back in May, the Surgeon General actually issued the first ever public health advisory Regarding social media and young and the effect that it's having on younger people. Really? What did he say? You would say that. <laughs> I mean, you said you did your research. I'm about to call you out. I want the facts. Well, they were actually just talking about how, I mean, in those those ages, um, like, you know, the teen years, that's whenever you're developing, your brain is developing and your frontal lobes and all the different lobes that we have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, me and you both got lots of lobes. Right. And they were saying how seeing all these things on social media is affecting that. Just like what we were just talking about. Switching from one thing to another. Like you said, you're going to develop bipolar disorder before you know it. I mean, maybe not literally, but it's definitely going to affect you. And, um, But they were also talking about how they're not developing social skills because they're not meeting people in real life. They're disrupting their sleep, which then affects your mental health. Did you just read this off my screen? I, I, I saw it, but no, I really do have it on my list. Cheater. I put lack of sleep equals bad mental health. Thank you. <laughs> and last. trust me, I know that one. And that is, I, I am very guilty of that. I, my sleep is absolute shit, and I know that it has a huge impact on my, on my mental health. Like today, not a great day for me mentally. And I know it's because I didn't sleep last night, but what did I do instead? Laid in bed scrolling on social media all night. Facts, because I definitely did the same thing. So last night, like, I've been trying to do better about sleeping, eating, and stuff, like, here recently. I mean, I've been trying to do that for the past few months, but, like, I got off a little bit of a little bit of track because everything that's been going on. You know, right. you have your good days and your bad days, good weeks, bad weeks. Right. <laughs> bad years. Um, <laughs> lifetimes. <laughs> but, like, you hit those moments where you're like, huh, I'm just going to distract myself by something that's probably not going to help me do anything better than what I'm currently doing already. Exactly. Um, but it's crazy that you mentioned that because I had to look this up myself. Just seeing the studies that they're doing on these younger folks, like um, they're trying to tell people and their parents, like set limits, monitor what they're doing, explain what's not okay. F- you know, talking to them about you know what the the benefits of social media are. And I mean, this is coming from like the Mayo Clinic, which a lot of people get their stuff from. And I think it's so in 2018, the Pew Research Center surveyed nearly 750. 50, 13 to 17 year olds and found that 45% are online almost constantly, which is crazy. Constantly? And in my mind, I guess it depends on what they mean by constantly. I can see that because my niece and nephew are that way. And 97% use a social media platform such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat. I honestly forgot about Snapchat too. Yeah. There's so many nowadays and it's crazy. And so many of them are going there. Like, There's so many comparisons on social media now. And... I mean, you go there to seek validation, and then whenever you don't get it, it it's crazy to think, back in back in the days of when MySpace got created, all it took to ruin your day was to see that your friend moved you from your to- her top three. Yeah, but now whatever. you're on, like, the, what, the, was it, I think your top five is what you got, or top yeah. eight? Yeah. And you were number five? Yes. Like, what did I do wrong? Exactly, because as soon as you got mad at somebody, you moved them bitches. Now you're number eight. Now how you feel? Right. Or better yet, you just off the list. 
Exactly. See if I put that. And also, <laughs> for those of you who don't know the old MySpace, if you wanted like custom backgrounds and like fonts and stuff, you had to put like the thing in the. Uh, you're almost like a computer programmer in the background. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Because you would and have to I go. Loved that shit. And you had to go to the. Uh, there's a website specifically for the code to put it in your little <clears throat> box, so that way you could apply it to your thing. And when you saved it. And you came back to your page like, man, look at this. So neat. <laughs> I even logged into MySpace a couple of weeks ago just to see. And I, I think their servers are pretty much almost down because I was missing so much information. But I found it. Yeah. And I remember a friend of mine who I'm not as close to these days because I've talked about it before. But there was just a lot of lack of boundaries. But I remember we would go somewhere and I would post about being at that place. And then he'd be like, why didn't you tag us? Because we were together. And I'm like, are you really making a big deal out of this? And then when we went to the concert the other day, I tagged you in my post, but you didn't tag me in yours. And I was like, oh. I was just about to say, because you have made that stupid comment. I know. Why did you tag me? Why does it matter? Me and you were here together. I know. And because, well, anyway, I don't know. But it's one of those things. And that's that's the point that I'm getting at is like, why does that bother you? Or why does that bother people? And that's crazy that you let something so simple like social media affect you that way. But that's literally our world now. And that's literally what we live in. And it's not, I'm, I don't ever foresee a change. And I think, I and know. especially with social media is such a great thing because you get to connect with people you probably never get to connect with. On top of the information you probably wouldn't get for weeks before, I remember we would sit at home, not necessarily intentional because my parents would cut my fucking cartoons off, but <laughs> um, you would watch the news for what's happening and, or the newspaper because most times, like, I think our neighborhood growing up, a little dicey, um, they got the paper, but I think it's because they never canceled their old subscription from whoever lived there before, so we just got it for free. Um, no, we didn't steal. My parents did. I was a juvenile. doesn't count. Um, <laughs> but, like, you would have to get your information directly from there and just wait for it to happen. And now it's just at the click of a button. You get yeah. to know. And, I mean, that, that, again, just that one thing alone has its pros and cons because during the days of, like, COVID and mm-hmm. all that, there was so much fake news out there. And if you haven't watched the movie or the documentary or whatever, The Social Network, it is very interesting. Yeah, or, yeah that, I think that's what it's called. I don't think it's The Social well, What was it? I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But it talks about how your phone basically knows what you look at and what your particular views lean towards. So then they push out that information to you. So if you're... If your phone has picked, your algorithm has picked up on the fact that you have more conservative views, it's going to push out fake news to you than basically makes things seem worse than they are that's how QAnon has become such a huge thing and because people see that shit and they immediately believe it they're like oh it's on the internet it's on social media it must be true but I've never in my life been more anxious than I was during that whole like when COVID first hit and everybody was the only thing we could do was sit at home and play on our phones or on our computers and all that news was right there in your face you couldn't get away from it and I was like the world is ending I I hate it here (laughs) facts Come on, Jesus. Come on back. <laughs> but I mean, I was really going through it back then, like with anxiety, because I was, I mean, it was just, you couldn't get away from the news. So again, it has its pros, it has its cons. You got to differentiate what's real, what's not. But also the downside to that is you got these kids nowadays, we're talking about the younger generation. All they see is this negative news and they see it so quickly. Right. As soon as something bad happens, it's right there immediately. Right. And then there's videos of it now. Facts. I mean, anything from, Seeing like the war in Ukraine, like you're watching people get blown the fuck up, right? And then the next page, you're watching, you know, somebody get shot, and it, it's ridiculous. Like it, 
it's a good thing that you can have that information if you need it. But like to constantly see it, I mean, yeah, I get everybody has the right to have information if it's open to the public. But you know, everybody doesn't need to know everything that's going on out there, in my opinion. Because I mean, I think right. it's just what 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 good does that do you knowing that a hundred people died in a suicide bombing somewhere? Right. Nothing whatsoever. And then you get to watch it firsthand because there are some very raunchy videos mm-hmm. out there, and they. There's no sensor. There's no nothing. And a lot of these platforms don't care. As long as it's not selling like child porn or anything too crazy, they'll let them stream. And they just don't. Sometimes it just doesn't pick up that it's something bad. Because I'm pretty sure there was a video of, I think it was Ukraine. Somebody shot a rocket and there was like, no, no, it was a tank. Tank coming down like this little alleyway. Mm -hmm. And the tank, I don't think, realized that these soldiers were from Ukraine. And there was a Russian tank. And literally when they got close enough to it, tank turned, blew them all up. I was like... People are, kids are watching this. And yeah. It's crazy. And I, I, I watched the video on accident. I mean, it was kind of on accident, but then it was like, once I knew what I was watching, I couldn't stop it. It's like a car accident. But, Do you really yeah. want to watch it? But I mean. Exactly. But it was the the mass shooting in the grocery store. And was it, what city was it in? I don't know. But you're talking about where the guy went in and specifically killed all the. Uh, yeah, he just gets out of his car and then shoots somebody in the parking lot and then goes. He was shooting black people on purpose. And then, like, he went up to the white dude and he was like, oh, you're white and turns around and walks away. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I watched that whole thing. I mean, those shootings like that, they happen so quick. So the video wasn't super long, but I was like, it is crazy that you can watch this online. Right. And it's crazy that and it's up on your screen, too, that uh, this one, honestly, is, you know, spot on. So healthguide.org specifically did like a little uh i guess a study about this um people who use social media and especially may prompt negative experiences such as inadequacy about your life and appearances i get that because you ever sit there and see a lot of these younger folks on this platform or on those platforms that are like 19 years old have you know three million dollar house just because they do social media and they're good at it i mean of course you know they're good at it so why wouldn't they and you know then in turn goes back to the you know the third or fourth bullet down talking about depression and anxiety you know you as a man at 34 years old not you obviously but you know you're still living with your parents you have two kids and you know well shit what do i got going for my life right and you know honestly and that's crazy because i honestly <laughs> didn't really think about that until i just started reading about it which is i get it it makes sense i mean i don't put my 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 i wouldn't say my views but I don't sit there and judge my life based on social media because if I did, phew, go ahead and dig me six feet deep, boss. <laughs> I don't try to be here no more. Or better yet, open my wrist with a Popeye sport. <laughs> I do not want to be here anymore. Yeah, it's like I made this little note about comparison because and in some of the research I was doing beforehand, they were even saying how, I know you can't really relate to this, but at least from the women's point of view, but they were saying that men now Did see these. Did you assume my gender? Well, lady? your sexuality, maybe. Oh. It's not gender. Okay. Um, it's like how men are seeing all these beautiful women on social media, and it gives them unrealistic expectations of, okay, well, I need to be with a so a uh, supermodel, and if you aren't even close to those, um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like right. to that, then oh, well, sorry, you're not good enough because these girls out here exist. And I think that not necessarily even puts that expectation of what there's what people may assume what each other's supposed to look like, but also the unhealthy expectation of what you put on yourself to right. make yourself look like that. Exactly. And it's crazy. I mean, because like when I go back and look at my old like pictures of one night, you could tell I was a little smaller. 
Um, <laughs> not bomb bunch. Um, but like when you sit there and look at it now, like if I sit there and compare myself to like uh, you know somebody that's you know an Instagram model or somebody that like weight lifts all the time, like and you would sit there and strive ten times harder, starving yourself or whatever you have to do to get to like that. And you know some of these younger kids will do that. They'll and it's it's sad that they that they think that's okay. I mean, and it's not any fault of their own. It's just that that's what they have come to know that you know what she's got you know a small or skinny stomach big waist or you know what i'm trying to say she got some hips yeah uh, big butt small little waist yeah you know what i'm trying to say did you know that there are pro anorexia yes like social groups and tiktoks and all it's, this stuff it's crazy you say that because i was watching law and order the other night and there was mm-hmm. literally they talked about that where these companies will do like fake pages to promote their product to like be like on the pro anorexic websites and stuff like that yeah. but then i end up googling like is that a thing and like yeah there's actually people out there that will endorse and promote stop eating bulimia yeah. and stuff like that there's actually a tiktok influencer who is pro anorexia and she pops up on my because i don't know if y'all who for those who are familiar with tiktok as you're swiping through it'll show you different influencers that are live and it may be people you don't even follow it's just who happens to be live at that time and she keeps popping up on my shit and i'm like Phew. Girl, you coming for the wrong one because I ain't not eating, baby. <laughs> is that the one that she goes live with some other like yeah. popular ones? Yeah, I've seen her before. And, I'm, you know, to each their own, if that's what you want to live like. But, I mean, I also know that, I mean, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. But <laughs> Same. <laughs> bunch of bigums in the corner over here. Um, but, no, they, I mean, like, if that if that's what she thinks will make her happy, I guess that that is. I mean, you can't change that. That is a mental health thing that's going to, she just. Absolutely. Gonna, just don't trying to tell other girls that they need to do the same thing right you know and that's one thing i will say like just to whoever's been following the lizzo thing or whatever i still love the message she spreads about body positivity and you know people are like oh well she's unhealthy that may be but again that's her choice and if she feels good about it who am i to say to do anything otherwise um even though I told my best friend the other day I was worried about her. And I was legit concerned because, you know, I love her to death. And I want to make sure she's healthy because I love my pumpkin. Well, well, don't worry. You don't have to worry about my heart because the Popeye's spork is going to do me in when I leave here. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, another thing that, I, you know, and not necessarily like an adult have to worry about. Well, I guess like, if you feel like you are being having this done to you. But the cyberbullying part of it. That yeah. it, it wasn't like the bullying thing when I grew up was just in person. I was just about to say, <laughs> thankfully, I didn't really have to deal with that. That's much more prevalent today than it was back when we were. And I think people younger. are getting reckless with it nowadays because they say that shit behind a keyboard. Yep. You ain't never been hitting your mouth because you thought <laughs> you thought you could say something to somebody. But because you're on other ends of the country or even the opposite sides of the world, um, you're like, yeah, look at this raggedy heifer. Yeah, I guarantee you say that to fucking Barbara, you're going to have another thing coming. <laughs> oh, my mama used to fight just for fun, just for shits and giggles. She'd love to fight somebody over some shit like that. Let me tell you what, I, really, <laughs> I wish I could have met Barbara because she sounds like a good time. <laughs> oh, she was. And, um, yeah, it's it, the, the bullying part of it, and it's so sad that it, it that the youth will turn to, like, that as an option. Like, they feel like, you know what? I'm being bullied so much, I can't really talk about it. Because, I mean, we all know growing up at one point, like, you don't tell your parents certain things because they wouldn't understand. But as a kid, I understand that because, I mean, I'm not, like, super old. But I do remember saying that to myself back then. But then again, now I'm like, well, shit. I guarantee you when I have kids, I'm going to tell them the same thing. You can talk to me. 
my dad doesn't know shit. Well, yeah, we do, because we were there, and literally, my dad said the same shit. Oh, I was your age once. <sighs> Damn, comes full circle every time, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully, I actually did talk to my mom about stuff, but mostly because I knew she'd take her ass up to the school and handle it herself, which she did multiple times. I didn't have a lot of bullies, though, but I think it's because I grew up in a small town and we all knew each other. I had one boy that tried to make my life a living hell, but my mouth was reckless, and I had a lot of my mama and me, so I just told his ass off. I told him one time, because his mama was very well known around town, and I told him, I was like, so whenever you come home and the trailer's rocking, you just know to just sit outside and wait on her until she's finished? I'm so mad. And then... She called our house later that night and was like, your daughter called me a whore. And my mom, my daddy went outside and got my mom and told her. And my mom goes, yeah, well, she is a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. And y'all um, wonder where I get it from. <laughs> yep. That's, that's a freaking fact. Um, and it's, <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Barbara's like, okay, well, here's the lie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk bad about Barbara, okay? You don't say another word about her. Um, But reading some of these things, especially what the drive is for using social media, um, apparently... Did you just say especially? Yes, and if you... Whoever you are, take your shot, especially now. So make it two. Um, But no, it's crazy to think that a fear of missing out, which apparently is a real thing, will make people turn to social media. Like, what are you missing out on? Um, I mean, I know I can read this and clearly it says, you know, what's the latest news or gossip on social media, which I guess you can count like the Lizzo thing is like latest gossip. Um, and this one's weird. Like maybe you feel like your relationships will suffer if you don't immediately like or share respond to the people's post, which I guess it makes sense if you talk about like, you know, why don't you tag me kind of thing? Um, and cause I will say this about a acquaintance where she would get upset if you didn't tag her in it, but you tagged other people except for her. And I always thought that was weird because, again, I'm only going to, if I think about it at the time, you know, if me and you go somewhere and there's other, like, maybe four or five other people, if I tag you and one other person and not the other four, does it mean I didn't enjoy the time with you? No. It's just at the time I'm more thinking about it. I mean, I'll be honest. It's more of, like, an insecurity thing. And because you know how you always say, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty self-aware. So I'll just flat out say, like, mine comes from insecurity. Because my first thought, and and just know before I say this, that I absolutely know how irrational it is. So I'm assuming you're this number two bullet point. Many use social media as a security blanket. Um, Well, yeah, but that's a different kind of thing. Well, I know, but... uh, But what I was going to say is like, so you not tagging me just makes me feel, oh, so he doesn't want his other friends to know that he's friends with me. Right, and And, you do that so much, but like, yeah, like... I know, but it goes back to my own insecurities, like... Um, oh, I'm not going to let them know that I'm friends with this fat bitch. (laughs) And I mean, that sounds horrible, but I'm being dead serious. And that's just how I feel. And I have, you've never said anything that's made me think that that's true, but I just, I don't know. And and that's not, like I said, that's an insecurity and that's on me. And I'm sure that other person you were talking about, that's probably where it comes from for her too. Right. But yeah, this, go ahead. I guess it just depends on like, you know, what your personal experiences are and kind of where they stem from. And then it this thing does bring a good point where it's the security blanket thing about it. I think that's where some, excuse me, I think that's where some of that comes into play too because I do think what she's been through in her lifetime, which is unfortunate and unfair, um, I do think she kind of turns to that to kind of like, 
help her through things, which is not a bad thing, but it is bad if you're using it for like just that alone. Right. Um, exactly. So. And, but, you know, kind of on the same level of security blanket, it's like people, whenever they're in an awkward situation, like for me, if I'm sitting in a, in a waiting room and like, or actually, no, that's, I got a better example. Have you ever been in an elevator and it's just you and one other person and it's awkward as fuck. So you immediately start looking at your phone. Yes. Yeah, that's like our little security blanket. Like, how do I get out of this awkward or weird situation? So, so I will say it's not necessarily like awkward or weird. I guess because I'm a little weird too, because I'll talk to anybody. Like the lady, or was it the lady or whoever was in the elevator with us? Had y'all not been there, I still would have been the same car. It was the maintenance lady. Yes. Oh, Whenever yeah, we're yeah. coming down. It wasn't weird. I mean, is it uncomfortable to have some stranger in the elevator with you? Because they may be a murderer and just slit your throat and run. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to find it first. <laughs> For you? Nope. You I'm sorry. Bigums. <laughs> Bigums? Let me see you roll your neck left or right. Do this. All right. You already made a fat joke about me, so I had to throw one in there, okay? So yeah. you shut up. The only thing you throw in is food in your mouth. Yeah, and the only thing you throw in is... <sighs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll wait for it. Nothing I can say on here. Anyway. Oh, yay. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, you know, you feel uncomfortable, but it's not... It's... I think it's... The face-to-face stuff I keep reading about this, that a lot of people feel like if they don't have that, they turn to social media. And I get it to some degree. And it's a, like you said, it's a double-edged sword. It's a good thing. It's like if I could see what my family's doing, like especially family that I don't have in the state, I don't see all the time. I love seeing what they're doing. I love seeing they have kids, they travel, whatnot. But then it's also the flip side where, well, now I feel bad because I'm also missing that stuff in real life. Um Right. Online versus reality, which is one of the biggest things about social media that keeps flagging about why is social media bad. That you essentially, like for me, I think I can compare it to like I'm using social media essentially as an excuse to not go up there and do things because already, I'm already watching it. I'm seeing it happen and they're posting it. So I just keep abreast of stuff like that. Yes, I said abreast. <laughs> um, but in reality, it's, you know, we're missing those connections. We're missing those family reunions to go out there and just see each other face to face. And some people use social media or like even just using technology like FaceTime as an excuse to kind of not do something like if if me and you wanted to hang out, but I was lazy and I just wanted to FaceTime you. Same thing. Right. But. And I mean, so we're so connected to our phones, but then we're so disconnected from real life. I mean, I've got family, like you said, that I haven't seen in forever, but I feel like I have because I see them on social media all the time. So I don't feel like I've right. been so distant from them. But at the same time, even whenever we are with people, whether it be friends, family, whatever, half the time we just spend it on our phones anyway. I mean, right. go out to dinner. And how many people do you see sitting at the table just on their phone? Right. And then there's been plenty of times where I'll be on my phone and there's other times where I tell you to get off your goddamn phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I just say? I know. Okay, then. So I put your, you're, you're such a woman <laughs> over here making snarky remarks. I'm about to throw this candle wax on you. <laughs> no, I'm not because you like it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So. Been there, done that. But it's crazy to think, and uh, like I'm reading this is kind of blowing my mind that social media is addicting, not necessarily to the point where it's like, like for us, it's not. I would think for you, it's not addicting, but it's addicting to go on there and just like watch videos, but then you're done. But there's legit places for rehab for social media. I didn't think that was a thing. I can believe that. And it's it's crazy to think because I was funny that I pulled this article up. And I started reading it, and then I remember that I did actually see there was actually an ad on TikTok about, "Do you need rehab?" 
and even on the radio that they've mentioned it more and more, um, that there's centers that way you can kind of wean yourself off because apparently whenever you go in there, you look at you post pictures, you see comments, you get likes, it releases that dopamine. No different if you eat chocolate, no different if you shoot a pear one. It's, 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 it's insane to think that, I wouldn't say learned behavior, but it's your brain is triggered that this is your, this is what you need, and then you get it, and it's like, oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like our last episode about food, and I brought up how I believe that food addiction is a thing, even though some people don't. It's that same thing. It gives, it gives people that are addicted to it. It gives us that dopamine rush. It's the same thing with social media. I mean, I I get that from social media to an extent. I've gotten better though. My screen time is way down compared to where it was before. Right. You know what's? This is not funny. I'm not gonna make a joke about that. But it does say bullying statistics. To cut back to that role for a second, every seven minutes a child is bullied. Y'all say a prayer for Brittany because she I, is bullied every two minutes. I was <laughs> bitch. You beat me to it because I was about to say, well, I feel seen, except I'm not a child. <laughs> but they've heard it they don't even have to they have heard it right somebody uh suggested that we do a little roast session together <laughs> baby i will roast her like the turkey she built like <laughs> you don't want me to do that <laughs> and see the thing is like i can come back with i've had good comebacks in fact whenever the per- our friend said that to us we were we were both coming at each other and we had a lot of good ones but i have to be in the moment if i'm gonna sit here and try to think of things i'm just gonna fucking blank which, I mean, a little behind the scenes, I do that a lot anyway, because I'll sit here and like, what what was I going to say? And he has to pause it and back up and restart my thought. Sorry, yeah. I'm a little... It happens when you get older. Yeah, that's what it is. Little dementias. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I'm just... I'm not, And I'm not good at roasting to a certain degree anyway, because I'm always like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. See, but that's the thing, though. None of the jokes I make against you are meant to hurt your feelings. If they hurt your feelings, grow thicker skin like the back of your neck. Um, or maybe you should explore why it gives you dopamine to roast people. It gives me dopamine because whenever it makes you laugh, just as hard as it makes me laugh, I love making people laugh. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine if you're making people laugh. But right. like you just said, if you if I hurt your feelings, grow th- thicker skin. At that point, you're not making somebody laugh. <laughs> well, I know, but I was making a joke out of that because I said the back of your neck got thick skin. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> But no, like I when I make jokes about what I thought of a good one, but I ain't gonna say it. Say it. Don't no, be. A, I can't. I why can't. not? Why? Why can't you? Because I don't. It hurts my heart to think it. Say it, okay? Because you might get one good laugh out of this from everybody, and you finally, uh, what's his name? Will finally, like, finally, Brittany, she got him. No, because you're gonna rewind it and be like, you can't say that. You can't say it. Hurry up. All right. Well, at least I don't look like the before picture of a proactive ad. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Let me tell you fucking something, you thick bitch. <laughs> See? But again, does that hurt my feelings? No. Is it funny? Absolutely. I don't know. It took you a minute to laugh. <laughs> no, I was sitting there trying to listen to you because you're like the before of a proactive ad. That's fine. You're before, you're the before picture of Lipazine. <laughs> Ozempic, baby. That's what it is these days. Without the amphetamines. <laughs> I'm here for the meth and the amphetamines that go with them. No, I'm the but next see, fucking episode of the 600-pound life. But see, no, really, I'm not 600 pounds, okay? You're pretty close to it. No. But, but you saw that stuff like that. It, again, that's funny. You took a flaw of mine and you pointed it out. Just like I take a flaw of your knees and point them out. But I don't need to because you ain't going to walk very far. But here's the, the difference in us right now. I feel bad as hell. Like, really? I don't. Yeah, I do. I really do. 
I don't like it. You really think? I'm not saying that it hurt your feelings, but right now I'm like, oh God, what if it really did? And he's just trying to be like, see, I don't like that. Please. Okay. Well, that's some rewiring you need to do on your own. <laughs> um, but no, guys, like it, it's crazy to say, like, we can go round and round about the social media things and there's always some good things. There's always going to be some bad things, but you know, in the end it's social media is what you make of it. And, you know, you just have to make the right decisions, especially if you have kids. I don't have kids. Brittany doesn't have any kids, but. Thank God. Right. We do not need the world of more Brittany DNA. <laughs> Bunch of little whores running around when they hit of age. You ain't wrong. Talking about abuse me, I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to buy you that shirt. Brittany likes thumbs. Brittany does like thumbs. And <laughs> put your thumb where your dick is. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, and that's the end of that, guys. Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> Literally. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you make me sick. But, guys, we're back again, and we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, are we going anywhere anytime soon? <laughs> we are going on a cruise, but not until March. So, you got a while. That's fine. We, we got time for that one. Um, also, this is not a big deal to any of you, but any of you that know me, and know that I have a dog. I have two dogs now, and I kept them separate for the longest time. And I have finally introduced them, like fully integrated. Like I have let off. Like before, it was kennel and seeing each other, and then it was uh, leash, leash, and a very large distance apart. And then it was like you get closer and closer. But then just the other day, I have finally put them together, together. And now my little fat brown one, she ain't down with it. <laughs> Not mean, but she's like. All right, I'll let you sniff me. I'll let you, you know, push on me every now and again. But don't you touch me on my back. Um, and every now and again, she'll like, she tries to play, but she sounds really rough when she plays. Yeah. Um, Bella does. So, like, Nuke's like, all right, well, she has her space. I'll have mine. We'll just mind our business together. Um, but no, like, they finally, I can finally stop, you know, locking one up and then putting the other one out and then vice versa. So, Bella, we're having some good times in the house now. Bella is the Auntie Brittany of dogs but bit like her too she... <laughs> see that little saggy thing she got down there shut up oh it ain't saggy baby it's fat and plump <sighs> anyway like um... your back. <laughs> <laughs> but no she's she's the me of dogs because she doesn't like to share his attention so that's that's her problem at all like yeah. the first time i let nuke out and wandered around Bella got between me and my legs and like faced out towards like my recliner and then nuke was like how is he going to throw my ball? <laughs> and so she jumped on the couch and came around the backside and Bell's like, damn, she got me. <laughs> but, you know, she is, she's very particular. That's my baby, though. Damn. My thick old babies. Um, but, guys, I got a question for you. What is your opinion on social media? Obviously, you probably got it if you're listening to me at some point, me or Miss uh, Brittany here. Um, but do you think it's something that we should, you know, cut back on? Do you think it's something that we probably should regulate a little bit more than what we already do um not should, should we take like occasional detoxes like for a week or a month i had a friend that did that like he deleted his facebook he deleted everything the only thing he had was his phone number yeah. and he's like i love it i get out, i keep out of the know to some degree um but i mean i guess it's a good thing because some people are like yeah man it's amazing i don't hear all these dings bubbles or nothing i get text messages that's it right um but i, I mean i got family extended everywhere so in some of my family they ain't got phones so i got Facebook Messenger for phone calls. <laughs> Thank you, Elon Musk. <laughs> yep, nope, that's definitely Mark Zuckerberg. Either or, I don't care. They're all the same person. <laughs> right, some white guy with a lot of money. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they're all aliens. <laughs> oh man, we didn't talk about aliens. They're confirmed. 
Well, they, you know what's funny? Nobody mentioned this before, but like, I think this is back like at the height of the pandemic. But yeah. like, the they US, kind of threw the, it out there. The Department of Defense is like, yeah, we have shit. We don't know what it is, and yeah. we've captured it on video pictures. We don't know where it's from, but you, we're not saying aliens. But we don't know where this fucking thing's coming. Yeah, from. we're not saying it's not aliens, <laughs> right? But we're not saying it is. But <laughs> we're not saying it's not. My the, the dude in the military uniform was like, how much did he get paid to go up there and say that? He's like, damn. I'm out here exposing aliens and the men in black. <laughs> Get your hand away from the camera. Shucker. I'm a camera. Walter. <laughs> That's definitely a candle, baby. That ain't no camera. Um, but guys, thank you for joining us again. And, well, joining us, welcoming us back from our uh, hiatus. Yep, we hope you missed us. I really hope you did because pump these numbers back up because we're trying to get uh, promoted <laughs> to our <laughs> current stance. But if there's anything you like us, Anything you guys would like to hear, please let us know at bb.punkin.patch at gmail.com. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, and what was the other one? YouTube and TikTok. We're still working on some videos for TikTok, so give us a minute. We've been on vacation because we work so hard. Yes. All the time. All the time. But until, that scared me. My computer just went black. Um, <laughs> until next time, guys. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> she was supposed to say something funny. Yeah, I didn't. I can't think Way of to go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Sprout, the secret number is the address to my house. Good luck finding that one out.